Happy Sunday, happy Sunday. This is your boy Mo, and you are now tuning in and the know with Mo on the Anchor app. Now, I'm so glad that you guys are able to follow me and support. I am so happy. I am forever grateful, and let's keep this ball rolling. First, I would like to give a shout out to my friends Wesley and Keon. They are part of a YouTube show. They have a YouTube show, YouTube channel as well, called The Back and Forth Show. Now, I think they do their shows every Wednesday. So if you guys could follow them on Instagram, that is The Back and Forth Show. And they also have a YouTube channel, also called The Back and Forth Show. I was on their show recently, and I had a lot of fun with them. It was a great time. We did talk about collaborating. So I'll definitely have them on the show one of these days. We just got to work some things out. But other than that, please support my friends, you know, because we have to support each other, especially in time like this. And then as black people, I feel like we should. And also as black young men, I do feel like we should help each other a lot more and continue to just spread positively positivity and love with each other so again follow my friends wesley and keon and their youtube channel is called the back and forth show and they also have a yes they also have a um instagram page so if you can follow them on youtube follow them on instagram their Instagram name is underscore the back and forth show. So forth as in F-O-R-T-H, not for a T-H, but F-O, the word, not the number. So the back and forth show. And you can also follow them on YouTube. Now today, I would like to talk to you guys about pride. It is pride month. And... Well, June, the month of June is Pride Month. The month of June is basically celebrating all that is of the LGBT community. LGBT community, you know, lesbians, trans, gay, queer. I am part of that society and I love every minute of it. And... I feel like my personality starts to come out a little bit more since I have came out. Um, a little history. So everyone, you know, of course it's quarantine. Everyone is still not much, so much of quarantine, but it's still, you know, a pandemic outside. We still have COVID because Miss Corona is still out here and she be slaying and all this other stuff. And we ain't got time for that. So, I felt like, okay, Pride is almost over. Pride month is almost over, even though it was a good month. It, even though we didn't, wasn't able to celebrate, because every year there was a Pride parade. Now, I went to it last year, had a great time, despite falling out, <laughs> because of dehydration. <laughs> And I had water, but I don't think it was enough. But anyway, so, and then plus, my birthday was the day before. So I was totally lit. 
also my birthday was two weeks ago but we'll talk about that later so i had fun at pride and i saw some people at pride that i'm cool with but didn't expect to see be a uh, see but hey you see everybody there whether they gay straight trans les it don't matter so i was just happy to go there it was my first time because i kind of thought about going again this year but since miss corona hit was really no way to go and then plus the mayor had canceled everything (laughs) he was like okay so since the coronavirus is hit everything in baltimore is canceled so no pride no artscape no airfram no nothing so we just like okay this is pretty much going to be the most boring summer ever but hey we'll live but even though we wasn't able to have the parade people still you know we were people were still able to celebrate and i think that's great we still need a reason to celebrate especially with all the chaos that is going on and the civil unrest like it's there are things that just have to be there change and then there are times where we just have to be a little bit more positive and i feel like you know with it being pride month you know it can happen now i will say this there have been some incidents within the lgbt community that i am not too um fond of um i remember during the um well still during the unrest of everything that's happening you know with george floyd and ahmaud arbery and brianna taylor um cases there was also people within the lgbt community that were attacked i can't remember the young lady's name at the moment but there was a young transgender female that was brutally assaulted during the um you know during the political unrest during the civil unrest and i just found it really appalling because it's like mind you the young lady is black and it's just like at the end of the day you don't have Ayana Dior, that is her name. The young lady name is Ayana Dior. At the end of the day, she is a human just like everybody else. I don't care how anybody feels about it. I am a gay man, so I expect to be treated like a regular human being. So for her to be physical to her to be brutally attacked like that. I feel some type of way because it's like, yo, like, all right, she transitioned from a man to a female. So now technically she is a woman. Oh, she's not a woman. She's still a man. Like you can't judge her because of what she done. I've known, I know transgender people. I've met them and a lot of them I'm really cool with. There's not one person that is part of my community that I'm not cool with. Now, like I said, what was done to her was wrong. What happened was 
she went to a 7-Eleven. I don't know what transpired between her and all of the men that jumped her. I thought it was wrong. Because it's like, you're going to jump her for what? If you jumped her because she's transgender, then that's just wrong. Like, it's bad enough that uh, people outside of the black community, white community, well, people outside of the black community, mainly the white community, always feels as though that we always attack each other and we always jump each other. We always kill each other. And, oh, y'all want to talk about black lives matter or trans lives matter or gay lives matter. This is like that. But y'all always killing y'all own kind. Don't worry about us. We doing the best that we can to make sure that we get our people, you know, together. But anyway, I just found that appalling because at the end of the day, she is still a human being regardless of what gender she was that she was assigned to whether she was born a male but physically a female but she felt like she wanted to be a female okay that's her just like TV reference Isis King from America's Next Top Model Cycle 11 and Cycle 18 who is someone that I admire because she had the strength. She had the gall to go on national TV and be like, okay, I'm a transgender. I prefer born in the wrong body. Like, okay. Yes, sis, I applaud you. Because she did what I felt like a lot of transgender people were probably afraid to do. She was the first transgender model to be on America's Next Top Model. And, like... You have to applaud that. Now, she, too, had got a lot of hate on the show. And lo to behold, not to be, you know... Well, we just going to keep it honest. A lot of... There were some people on our in our demographic, the African-American community, of course. On the other side, the white community pretty much hated her. Talked about... Oh, you shouldn't be here. This is an all-girls competition. I will stomp that man out of the competition. Like, she's a female just like you. She may not have had the operation yet, but still, she's doing the best that she can. You don't know her situation. You don't know her story. So for you to judge her because of how she wants to be, you're wrong. Everybody judge everybody for whatever. Does it make it right? No. I feel like we're going to answer to one main judge at the end of the day. But still, like, that doesn't give you the right to do it. So, for people who are part of the transgender community or just part of the LGBT community as a whole, I applaud all of y'all. I love all of you. For the simple fact is, we are in this together. And... No one is going to tear us apart and we're going to do what we have to do to stay strong and tell everybody else, like, look, we're here to stay. That's it. That's all. Now, with Pride Month. So, a little background history. And all of my research, I did do some research. All of this is coming from Forbes.com. So, if you want to fact check me 
on anything you can, but this is coming straight from them. So, here it is. So, on June 28th, 1969, this is when everything had came together. So, basically, this would be, I guess you could say this is the day that Pride had came to life. I could be wrong. I could be, you know, right? I don't know. Like I said, y'all can go on and fact check for me. So, June 28th, 1969, there were a total of eight officers from the NYC Public Morals Division. Um, Basically, that is a section, you know, that's a particular section from the, uh, you know, police department. That's a unit within the police department. They have raided the Stonewall Inn. The The Stonewall Inn is a gay club in the Greenwich Village part of New York City. Now, back in the day, the Public Morals, Morals Division had enforced, enforced all types of laws for vice and gambling, which includes prostitution, narcotics, and homosexuality. In other words, they wasn't with any of that. And the cops could arrest and even force hospitalizations of gay people. Now, basically, what the article, what the beginning of the article was saying, like, okay, well, I could, you know, do what I want. I can basically arrest you because you are gay. Do I think it's right? Absolutely not. I don't think I should be arrested because of my sexuality. I am a human being just like everybody else. I have rights just like everybody else. Like, come on. Let, like, let's not. <laughs> Let, let's not go there. So... Marsha P. Johnson, a very influential person within this um, movement, she made a statement that said, I got my civil rights. And she also threw a shot glass into the mirror, which was which is now known as the shot glass that, that was heard around the world. And a lot of people, you know, were joining in the fight because they feel as though, like, you know, just like people of color, people of the LGBT community felt like they're being oppressed. And it's like, come on, like, what you're not going to do is oppress me of my rights. You're not going to tell me that I can't do this, but I'm going to. Like, it's not cool. So, and then... That's what it led to a protest that then and there. You know, the tech force, the tactical force tried to, you know, get involved, but didn't really work out that way. Cause everybody was like, the rioters were going off. And I felt like they had a reason to. Like, come on, like, I feel like this. I'm gay. I got rights just like a straight man. I got rights just like a straight woman. Why are you giving me so much hell because of my sexuality? I already get hell because I'm black. Don't give me more hell because of, you know, what I want to do or who I want to be with. I know a lot of people who don't agree with what I stand for or, you know, what I do. That is absolutely fine. You don't have to agree with it, but respect it. 
and respect me as a person because this is my life and this is what I want to do. And if you don't respect it, then that's on you. That ain't on me. I do what I'm cool with my life. And then, you know, the media has started to get coverage of all of the riots that have been going on and, you know, basically for the, like, to see that the LGBTQ community struggle and basically have to fight for their rights. And everything at the Stonewall, you know, pretty much embodied, emboldened on, you know, everything that they can do to help. And in that following year, the following year, which was 1970, they, yeah, 1970, it was the anniversary of the Stonewall riots. And there were demonstrations in New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, and San Francisco. And then in New York, it was called Christopher Street Liberation Day. And then in Los Angeles and San Francisco, they became known as Gay Freedom Marches. And then it was also called, and then that day in particular was called Gay Freedom Day. And then in Chicago, they had Gay Pride Week. And, you know, I felt, and then... You know, the parades were basically mixed with basically what it is right now, like with politics and celebrations, and they were celebrating the visibility of the LGBT community. They also, you know, it served the right, you know, for the LGBTQ to have a platform and basically letting them know, like, okay, we got rights, we got needs. Like, we need protection against harassment. You have to spread awareness for the AIDS epidemic, or fighting for marriage equality. We finally have marriage equality, thank the Lord, because, like, if I want to get married, like, I feel like I should have that right. If I want to have a child with a man, or not even have a child with a man, because that's not possible, but if I want to raise a child with a man, then I feel like I should have that right. Why can't I have the same rights that a straight couple can? It's not right. Like, if a straight couple can have all these rights, then why can't somebody who's in an interracial interracial relationship or, you know, a same-sex relationship, two gay men together, two gay women together a transgender woman with you know a regular woman or a transgender man with a regular man or you know any of that anything within that nature it's all about fairness and equality so that's why you know I feel like we need we're trying to get our voice out a little bit more so we can let the world know that okay we're here to stay and we need help And within the 80s, you know, the culture has started to shift. It became a little bit less radical. So to get a little bit more, you know, it began with more talks about marching committees within the different cities. They dropped the gay liberation and gay freedom and just started calling it gay pride. Now, 
I felt like we have came a long way, even though there are still more that we can do. Like, it, it is still more. And, you know, we need all the help that we can get. Now, for seven straight years between from 2009, which is the year that I graduated from high school, through 2016, which is the year that I actually came out, <laughs> President Obama, well, former President Obama, had officially declared June as LGBT Pride Month. And like I said earlier, today, as of today, well, not even as of today, now in this generation, just now, we can get married and legally adopt children in all 50 states, which is absolutely, positively great. Because like I said before, if I want to marry a man, regardless of his race, regardless of his religion, regardless of anything that is different from me, I feel as though that I should. And the same thing for having a child. I should have that right. Because I do live here. I pay taxes just like everybody else. (laughs) And then, also... Now, even though we are going in in the right direction, we still have some ways to go. Like, I'm just finding out. You could still be... There, in 28 states... You could still be legally fired for being LGBT. I didn't know that, but now I do. And to me, I think that's a little bizarre because it's like, yo, like, why in the hell would you fire me because of my orientation? Like, that's not cool. I'm not going to hit on nobody. Like... I'm not even that type to, like, flirt. <laughs> I don't even know how to flirt. So, to see that people can get fired because of being part of the LGBT is, like, ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, and, of course, the Trump's Trump administration has proven time and time again that they don't want to take over our rights into they don't want to take our rights into consideration, especially when it comes to trans rights. Check this out. This is a message to anybody who likes Trump, supports him, whatever. The fact of the matter is we are human. We are all human, regardless if you are transsexual, bisexual asexual, pansexual, gay, lesbian, whatever. All of us within this community are not going anywhere. We're going to be here for a very long time and we demand the respect that everybody else gets. What makes us so different from the straight person that lives next door? Like, what what makes us so different? We're all human So why treat us like dirt when we could be treated like gold and silver 
and any other treasure in the box. It's not fair. Like, as far as President Trump is concerned, I'm going to keep it PG. I'm trying to be nice about it. I feel like he doesn't really know the culture. And if you don't know the culture like that, then I feel as though that you have no reason to say anything. Oh, why all gay men are this? Why all gay women are this? Why all all what? We're all human. So at the end of the day, treat us like such. None of us asked to be here. But we are here. And by us being here, we demand the respect that everybody else gets. So give it to us. I'm not one to... I'm not one to really disrespect anyone unless I'm being disrespected. So, at the end of the day, like, we have to do better. We all have to do better. We have to accept one another for who we are. And I feel like if we do that, then, you know, we we can go up from here. We We can definitely, you know, go from there and just... You know, just try to be better. That's it. I got a lot of straight friends. And I have, you know, gay friends as well. And I've, there has been times where family members would be like, oh, you dating this person? No. Not dating him. Why? Because he's a guy? No. He's not even gay. <laughs> He is straight. He likes women. He don't like men. <laughs> like, I be feeling some type of way sometimes. Like, yo, like, when I was younger, a lot of times I did have, like, a lot of people. There were a lot of people had, like, judged me. Because a lot of people did think I was gay before they actually really got to know me. And, of course, there were times where I was afraid to, like, come out because I felt like I was going to be, you know, I was I felt like I was going to be disowned by a lot of people. That's what I thought. And then, of course, I had people come to me and be like, yo, Mo, like, there is nothing to be afraid about. There is nothing to be super self-conscious about like we love you for who you are and you know that's how I see it like regardless of who you are you are going to be loved if they can't accept it that's on them that is not on you you made your decision on who you want to be and You should accept that within yourself. Yes, there were times where I didn't. I had a very hard time of of accepting who I am as a gay black man. I love my skin, obviously, and I love who I am, and I love who I became as a person, and I have accepted, you know, who I am. As long as you accept who you are, you shouldn't care about. If anybody else accepts you, as long as you accept you and you yourself, 
God accepts you. God accepts all his children. Regardless of what is going on. Regardless of who they are. He's going to accept you. So you have to accept yourself. And you have to be confident within yourself. And be like, alright. I'm going to embrace who I am. I'm going to embrace being gay. I'm going to embrace being a lesbian. I'm going to embrace being transgender. Where Whether I transition from male to female or female to male I am going to embrace and I'm going to embrace being pansexual I'm going to be I'm going to embrace being asexual it doesn't matter as long as you you yourself are comfortable with who you are and what you like then it doesn't matter to about what anybody else has to say Because their words don't matter. Yours do. So, I urge you guys, and if you do have a friend that is in the LGBT community, talk to them. Ask them questions. You know, because some people are not educated within the culture. I'm not always educated within it. Which is why I try to learn more about it. And I think the more that you learn, the more acceptive you become, And, you know, the more knowledgeable you become, and I feel like it'll just be better for you. More knowledge you get. Because knowledge is power, as they say. And that wraps it up for tonight. I hope you guys really enjoyed this piece. And again, if you want to do more research, the internet is your best friend, because it is mine. Google is your best friend. Just look it up. And then, like I said, ask questions. There's nothing wrong with asking questions. So, follow me on Facebook, Mo Watson. Follow me on IG, Mr. One Shot. I think it's 13, I believe. You know, follow me on Twitter. Even I don't get on Twitter like that. I think it's Mr. One Shot 16. Either 16 or 13 one of them and I will post this on Facebook post this on Twitter and I will post this on IG so if you want I would love for you to listen you can like subscribe you can subscribe to me um please share and yeah enjoy the rest of your night and happy pride